Okay, I'm I'm strapped in. Strapped in, ready to go. Got my podcast belt on. Like, okay. So, folks, welcome back to Creative Cave. Uh, we're so glad you're tuning in. Um, if this is your first time, if this is your third time, because this is our third episode, welcome back. We're so glad you're here listening with us or watching us, and um, we're going to get right into it. My name's Chris. I'm Matt. I'm Spencer. And together, we're the Creative Cave. Should we sing it one more time for the folks? <laughs> I don't know, man. That was a little a little too cringy. Dude, he brought out his, his sexy whisper voice for this episode. He did. Yeah, you started yeah. off with that nice, did like, you like it? that thirst hey, trap. This is, yeah, this is <laughs> DJ Chris. Hey, we're going to be talking about some design <laughs> and shit like that. Your nightly drive. Get those I'm glad you guys enjoyed flowing. it. Yeah, okay. it's soothing. Might actually put me to sleep. All right, so Matt's prepared uh, some talking points for us. Um, <laughs> yes, for episode three. All right, you want to get right into it. Let's let's dive in. Okay, so first of all, today what I'm going to be talking about is what we'll be talking about is getting the most out of your routine and how we got to the routine that we use daily now. To our daily routine. Yes. Yeah. So like the workflow that yeah. we go through mm-hmm. to get and our the, shit done, the trial and error to get there, how we found out what works and what doesn't. Yeah, and to avoid burnout. Yes, that's the main takeaway here. Yeah. Burnouts, avoid burnouts, and how can we improve in the future? Right. Um, for creatives, I think um, we should also touch on, like, because you, you still do photography on the side when you have time, right? Yeah. So we should try, like, I know you and I have been struggling with this lately, but, like, finding time to, after work, work on that little side hustle. That hustle, yeah. You know? Um, all right. So those three, and you want to start off? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, or do I you want to start at the the bottom of the totem pole with me? <laughs> that might be a good idea. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Work our way up to see the progression, I guess. Okay. Um, so I've been doing creative work for about two and a half months now, three months. Um, since then, uh, Spencer's kind of instilled this into me. I make a list. Uh, which I'm sure everybody does. Um, I make that list and then I kind of organize them in kind of A1 to A3 categories. A1 being like the highest priority. And like, I know it's going to take a little bit more time for me to work on. So um, those are at the top of the list. And then uh, those A3 and A2 ones, those are like the quick ones. Those are like, I know I can knock this out in 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Um, and so that that's how that's structured. Post stand up, which is uh, every morning uh, here at our agency, um, we we talk about what we have to do in the day, and it's kind of like a brief little rundown of our list. So uh, from that list that I make, um, I tackle my my A three, my low tier, non kind of time consuming tasks first, because yep. I know I know it's going to be quick, I know it's going to be easy, and then if I the faster I get it done, the more time I have to spend on those. The A1 tasks. True. Um, so, yeah. Uh, for me, right about now, it's like I have about three or four A3, A2 tasks. Um, I get those done by lunch, and then when I get done with lunch, um, the rest of the day is the A1 tasks. Buckle which is, in and get ready and, to go. Yeah. And, and grind, and that's where a lot of the heavy creative stuff comes in. and, and Just and head big, down. Big brain power, you yeah. know? That's where the brain bows come in, and that's where, like, the collaborative, like, our pseudo creative cave back there yeah that's the brain trust and and we we get we get stuff done yeah and so that that's mine uh, and then uh also um make sure to cross off things off your list 
that thing true. it's so yeah. satisfying when yeah. you can strike yeah. through something yeah. whether it's on like a dock or it's on your own list yeah and that shit keeps me going it's like when i cross stuff off i'm like yep okay yeah, so we used asana before y'all started y'all started here we used to use asana back in the day and when you clicked, when you completed a task that was assigned to you, it would shoot a unicorn across the screen, and the screen would blink pink. It was super, <laughs> wow. It was super satisfying. But in, in Monday, which is what we used. Did you uh, say the llamas? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. llamas. Yeah, the llamas yeah. are cool. You can set the llamas so when you finish a task, the llama will go in there. Yeah, you have a little llama form over there yeah. in your tab. Yeah. Right. So what do you do, for, so Christian, with yours, what do you do to prepare for that? Like when you come into work, like what's your daily routine in setting you up to be effective at work so a lot of my tasks it's like it's really repetitive every day so i always know those like two or three tasks that i have to do every day regardless and so i start off with those a two a threes Mm -hmm. and then i just i'd write down my list and then um yeah i mean that's pretty much it it's just like me like going through and thinking and then stand up also helps with the stuff that i don't really remember and then somebody calls me and like they say, "Oh yeah, Chris, did you remember this mm-hmm. or something like that?" Yeah. That helps me like keep track of stuff. But yeah, that's something where I could improve on is like preparing my list the day in advance, or like right at yeah. the end of the day and saying like, "Okay, yeah. I have this left over." You I was know? gonna say that's what I started doing recently is that last fifteen minutes or ten minutes of the day when I know like I don't have enough time to start anything big or anything for the next day, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and kind of look over my emails and my Monday notifications, write down like a pseudo list and get it ready for, because I know the next morning I'm going to have more on my right. plate, you know? So having that list ready, mark off what I've already done, create a new one completely, leave the sticky note on my desk so it's the first thing I see when uh, I come in in the morning. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. That's real. That's big brain right then there. Then you can just add on to that. Yeah. Maybe reorganize them if you have priority. And mm-hmm. then from there, just knock them out. What about when I'm on the circle back to Christian's answer here when it comes to that like repetitive task what do you have in place to help you avoid burnout like knowing those are repetitive how do you approach them differently each day sheesh um a lot of my job is is curating social content for um profiles and um I kind of have like banks of inspiration um that I pull from uh some days like Right now, I kind of have things in a template where I know what I'm going to do for this day. And so I go and find it. And I, there's no really like me thinking like, oh, God, what am I going to post? What am I going to post? And then like scouring through Unsplash or one, two, three. Or, or Dribble or, or Behance. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know where I can go to get something like this. Yeah. 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 So it's having a process in place. I was going to say, too, piggybacking yeah. off of that. Uh, this week in particular, we've decided to recurate our week in advance. Yeah. So for us, we have a, each day has its own theme, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. So we already know for the next week, Hey, look on Wednesday, we're going to need a quote. We're going to curate this quote. It's nice. On Thursday, we're going to do a logo evolution on Friday. We're going to do a fr- uh, Friday shout out. Right. Friday and we're feature. still getting used to it, but like yeah. it does definitely help to have. Cause you're already thinking an about idea. It. You yeah. already have something in place mm-hmm. that like you could prepare. You know, yeah. and then it just I find goes. myself too on the weekends. If I see something that I'm interested in, I'll screenshot it or I'll send it to you or I'll send mm-hmm. it to Spencer. And if not only like you, you comment back on it, but I'll have it there in my text messages. So yeah. I can go back and like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's so that's I, that thing. I recently started taking advantage of being able to save the different albums with inside your saves yes. on Instagram. So like for the different shows that I want to save something to go back to, like I just saved like four things yesterday to talk about 
another podcast that I'm on. And but that way I can just go back and get it. I'm not going back mm-hmm. and looking through all of the like funny shit, the design stuff, the yeah. comic stuff, the agency stuff, mm. the, the finance stuff. Like it's I'm not going right through looking at everything. I'm, I'm I didn't know you could do that. Actually organizing. Yeah, you can pick yeah. a co- it's called a collection, I believe. I think it's what it's called. Oh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think you can go back on previous saves and send them to their yeah, own yeah, little yeah. folder too. You can Dang. change them through okay. Instagram. Yeah. Wow. Because it'll say added to collection. Yeah. And then you can change. Like you can click it and change the collection from there. Better than scrolling through all the things you've liked. Yeah. And if you forget to like it, if you bookmarked it, then it's boom right there. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that like, uh, not with this particular show, but other shows that we do, it's like as soon as we get done talking, I'll go to social media and I'll scroll it and I'll see seven things that would have been perfect and relevant for us to talk about. Mm. And it's like, man, so I just start saving those to like, if I need like things to fill time, I'll just fall back on those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's that's all I have. All right. Okay. So, what's your sleep schedule like? <laughs> Oof. Like um, how in your routine, how heavily is sleep prioritized? Um, gosh. Well, well, we get off of work, and I mean, a lot of us here have significant others. So, um, have you you've have you guys seen that like Mark Wahlberg's like schedule that he has? No, enlighten me. No. So he has like in Kobe did the same thing. He had like every section of his day, just completely organized out. So like he an would, agenda. Yeah, he would wake up at six, and then for like thirty minutes, he or he, he even had his breakfast timed. Like he would be like, for ten minutes, I'll eat breakfast. For thirty minutes, I'll do a quick aerobic exercise. Uh, for the next hour, I'll do um, I'll do some work for the next, uh, 45 minutes. I'll go and make my pre-workout something and eat my supplements and do this. And then, uh, anyway, he got to all that. And then like, there was like two or three hours at the end of the day for family time. Yeah. Mm. But like he had every, it's really easy to eat breakfast in 10 minutes when you have someone cooking you breakfast. That's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I just skip it from now on. Yeah. I don't need you to eat breakfast. I mean, getting cereal, and milk out of the cabinet and fridge, making it, and then sitting down, eating it, and cleaning up behind it. I don't think you could do that in 10 minutes. No. I mean, you got a dishwasher just... If you're sprinting, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, like, scarfing it down, but, like, yeah. if you take your time, I mean, you probably need to allow yourself 15, 20 minutes. At least 20. Yeah. yeah. Then you got to brush your teeth afterwards. Yeah. Shower if you haven't already showered. That's true. Your whole yeah. morning routine really takes up yeah. more, than, more than you think, I would feel like. But yeah, for me, I mean, it's kind of on that where, like, I get off of work and I'm like, okay, well, um, I know I'm going to keep looking at social and, like, uh, I got to post something at this time. Um, so, like, I'm going to spend X amount of time with Kinley or her little brother. Or, uh, Kinley's my girlfriend also. Um, but I just, I just want people to know, you know. <laughs> I mean, you... You had some proper foreshadowing there. Yeah. <laughs> Our significant others. And then I felt like people were like, oh, who's Christian's significant other? You yeah. Know? All right. Her little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Now, but, that'd be some drama. Yeah. Um, <laughs> family ties. Yeah. I do family time. And then um, kind of like right before bed. Uh, some days I go to bed at like 1130. Some nights it's it's 1230. But um yeah, normally like right before bed, I'll do a, like a little dive through uh, social, see what I missed, and then look at my email one more time. But yeah, that's that's it. Speaking of like setting aside time for being with significant others and stuff, me and Brittany have done this thing recently. Brittany's my significant other. 
Uh, <laughs> just gonna go around the room and yeah. introduce them as we go. I'll find yeah. a way to like randomly work mine yeah. in when yeah. we get there. Uh, but yeah, we've done this thing where we have like, quote, no phone time, where we kind of put them away. My aunt and, has that and in her spend house. time together because I do find myself where I'm constantly on my phone and I'm not even looking at anything in particular. It's just scrolling through a feed. Next thing I know, two hours have passed. She's got to go to bed because she's got school the next morning. I'm going to be up working on shit until yeah. 1, 2 o'clock in the morning anyway. So, yeah. Even though I'm awake, I'm not consciously thinking about how much Has time that gotten spent. better for you? I Because I know, like, we've talked about this before, where, like, you bring your work home and, and or yeah. you, you get home late because, like, you've been working on stuff. But, like, yeah. we've been transitioning through a lot lately over these past month and a half. Yeah. And well, I used to have a thing where, like, I'd come home and I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't even, like, open the computer until 9 p.m. Because by that time, mm. you know, Brittany's in bed. She's got to be up at 6 or 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever. Yeah. So then I would work from 9 to 2, a, 2 a.m. And if I was still working at 2, I'd cut it off. No matter what I was working on, how far I'd gotten, just shut the computer and go to sleep. But now I am probably only stay up late like one or, once or two nights a week if I have to. So yeah. it's, it's gotten a lot better. My sleep schedule's back on track a little bit. <laughs> just wait till I get the Spencer. <laughs> yeah. I don't sleep. <laughs> sleep is for the week. <laughs> Some right. days are better than others, though. Um, what did, right, how's, well, how's no phone time working? Mm. Uh, we've only been doing it for about a, like a, two or three weeks now. What do y'all do during no phone time? Uh, well, we've like scheduled it out. Well, it sounds shitty, but like we picked it so that uh, shows that we want to watch normally come out the night before. So that, you know, the following night, no phone time is when we're eating dinner, watching our show or just chilling, playing yeah. with, you know, sitting with the cat. Just sitting on the couch with the cat. You know, yeah. just, just stare just, at the paint. Just you guys want to hear an awesome cat story. <laughs> Go, Go peep. <laughs> yeah, the last episode of yeah. Till the Cows Come Home. <laughs> Look. So what else is the rest of your routine? You told us about this yeah. no phone time. Yeah. All right. So well, walk that's, us that's through home, routine. home routine. Okay. Yeah, work routine. Let's, work let's routine? Go break Are we doing down. work routines or daily routines? I guess the whole it's, thing. It's kind of like, you know, we'll touch okay. on a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of time work kind of bleeds into the home routine. Yeah, yeah. You know, in it's just some instances for creatives, it's finding that healthy balance a lot of times, and and that's yeah. where we we want to sh- shed some light on like what what our lives are like, what our routine is like. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, was, I wasn't given a routine or the agenda, agenda for this routine episode. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh. Well. So starting off. Like I said earlier, I don't eat breakfast, so I'll literally get up at the last possible minute, shower, <laughs> shower, use the bathroom, brush my teeth. That's exactly what I like to hear. And it comes straight to work. Um, but I'm always here early, at least five or six minutes. Yeah, away. yeah, I'd say, yeah. I've been here before these two guys every day this week, Yeah, for the most part. Anyway, so I'll come in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll open up Monday. I'll open up my email, Slack. Obviously, I mean, I'll get slacks throughout the night if anybody had to send me anything, especially, I mean, even with Monday updates and emails, too. Uh, but I choose not to read it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have your Monday emails turned on? Yeah, bro. Dude. I'm serious about this. Dude, Monday emails are the worst. They are kind of They ridiculous. email you for everything. You'll get two notifications for one notification on Monday. Two so. email notifications. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. right after that, you'll get your weekly, like. Your weekly highlights? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Basecamp. I hate, I hate Basecamp. And I'll say it out loud. They... They give you, what are you reading this week? Yeah. What are you working on this week? Here's what you're doing. To, no, it's like, here's what you're doing this week. What are you reading this week? What are you working on this week? Tell somebody something, whatever. I'm like, first of all, you just told me what I was doing this week. Why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like four emails in six minutes. Just email them back. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Stop to reply all. Their yeah. whole com- their their whole company is only made up of like thirty five employees. That's pretty impressive. Or as big as base camp is. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty. They're all complete. Impressive. They're all completely remote except for three of them. Damn. Wow. Wow. Corporate offices. Even more impressive. Corporate offices all work together, but then everyone else is completely remote. Where's their corporate office at? I don't know. Oh. It's in U.S. I know it's in the United States, but. I'm going to guess Chicago. Uh, but yeah, so we check the emails, check the Monday notifications, check Slack. Uh, from 8.30 to 9, kind of have that brief period where if you haven't already made a list the day before, I can go ahead and reorganize it or make a whole new one, depending on what's more priority, like Christian was saying, setting up those a1, A2, A3s. But opposite of Christian, I like to knock out or at least start on when I think this is something I should improve on as well. I've talked about it in the stand-up before where I'll hunker down on the hardest thing first and then after lunch I find myself like, oh shit, I still have to do a social post. I still have to do these small ads. Like, And I think that's why previously <laughs> I was taking a lot more work home because I was leaving all that small mundane shit to the end of the day. Mm. And then I was like, oh yeah, I can definitely get it done. And then I wasn't able to. So I'd find myself working late, getting the small stuff done when I should have been focusing on that first. Yeah. But what would you consider something hard? Just a more extensive task, task than doing ad build outs. I mean, once I build one ad, I already know what the next six are going to look like, you know? Right. But something that requires a little bit more brain power is like, especially scheduling out social posts and shit. Now that we have a structure of what we want, I'd be thinking of the next days already. Like as soon as I post one, I'm thinking about the next one. Right. Okay. And at least inspiration for the next one, if not actual content. So what do you do to avoid burnout? Like I just said, I'll think about it the day before. So, and what Christian said, pulling inspiration and stuff. I have like a backlog. I even have a folder on my desktop just titled inspo. And every time I see something, even if I'm working on another project, just I'll drag go, it. Yeah, drag it, make a screenshot of it, pull it in there. Save the link, have a note ready. Yeah, just always go back to that. Especially if I'm not doing anything, if it's a slow day, I'll just go look through inspiration, look through typefaces, look through dribble. And I mean, Instagram is a big one now too with the explore page. Yeah. Instagram does have it, uh, have it together in that regard. Very true. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. And what your sleep schedule is what you shared earlier? Yeah. So most <laughs> of the time it's, uh, in bed before 11. You wake up with a sense of urgency. It's like last minute. Gotta, gotta take go. a shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah, gotta go. So if I have to be here at 8.30, I get out of bed at 7.50. But I only live five minutes down the street, so it's not that big of a deal. That's hardcore. I can't <sighs> do that. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to be able to be the guy that gets up and goes for a run and then oh, comes no, to no, work no, no, and no, all no, that no, no, shit. No. But After work runs. But you, de- you decompress. That's Christian's no phone time. Is yeah. it running time? Yeah, I try and uh, like I've ran, I ran uh, Wednesday, I ran Wednesday, yeah. and then I'm I'm going for a run after work today, again. But like I felt really good Wednesday, after the run, yeah. like it just like lightened everything up, and I felt so much better. Get that energy out. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah like you and said, just like, Um, for me, like I always need to go. I can't run in my neighborhood. Cause I've done it too many times and I need to look at, I need to look at new things. So like, um, I went and ran on the greenway, but I started at like, I try and start at a different spot every time on our little trail. Yeah. Um, just to like, it just gives me a nice little break from things. Change of scenery, change of pace. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Spencer, what is your routine and or sleep schedule? My daily routine. Yeah. I'm about to fry this, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I typically wake up around 6.30. 
uh, quarter to seven, somewhere in that range. Um, I'm not one of those people who wakes up at 5 a.m. I can't do it. Uh, I just can't. And um, I start my morning by letting the dogs out because I have two great dogs. Well, Tilly's great. Sadie. <laughs> she's her, she's her, still getting there. Her cuteness makes up for her shortcomings. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, and then I, while they're outside, I typically, like sometimes I'll eat breakfast if I cook breakfast at home. Most of the time I will look at the news from whatever it was, mm. either I'll have Alexa tell it to me or I will just read a little bit of it. Uh, typically after that, take a shower, get dressed, um, put on a fresh pair of socks. There we <laughs> Every go. day. Every day, boy. Know. The secret to success <laughs> the is secret the to new success. socks. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to know when you made it, when you wear new socks every day. <laughs> That's the next merch right there. <laughs> there the secret to success is in the socks. Yeah. Uh, so I put, I put my shoes on, socks on or whatever, and then I head to the office. I typically come straight here. I um I used to stop and get breakfast on the way a lot of times. I've stopped doing that just because like it a lot it slows down. It always ends in frustration most of the time. Like either you get to work late or you get stuck behind somebody or you get stuck in a slow line or you can't get out. Just trying to make till I get to the office smooth. Like that whole mm-hmm. process is like not not in a controlling way, but in like a nothing the only person who's gonna slow me down from getting here is myself. Mm-hmm. Or some type of wreck or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but everything should go accordingly. When I get I get here, typically I like to be here before eight a.m. This week I got here a little bit later, a couple of days, and I got here later than eight thirty one time. But that was because I was here super late the night before. And uh, so anyway, I get here. I typically spend eight thirty to nine, like we talked about, preparing for stand up. Um, I'll typically go around and speak to everybody. If I've got something that doesn't need to be spoke about in stand up, everyone doesn't need to hear. Like I walk back and tell y'all about we're going to do this, this and that. Um, cause I try and keep podcast stuff away from the whole team, you know, yeah. trying to keep that from taking up the team's time True. instead of, uh, the, the whole, like I just try and keep it to who it pertains to at the time. Right. And then <clears throat> depending on the day, I typically spend that morning preparing for podcasts, whichever ones we're recording that day. And that's typically after nine fifteen. So we have stand up at nine. Uh, by, I'm back at my desk by no later than nine fifteen, nine twenty, unless I have to help people with stuff. A lot of times I do have mornings. I mean meetings in the morning. I like to book my meetings between eleven and four. I don't like any meeting after four p.m. I don't like any meeting before eleven um, because then I'm rushed getting through things. So yeah. that eight thirty to nine block is checking email, checking Monday, being prepared to answer questions in stand up. Then I go to stand up. After stand up is back into that decompression, mo- not not decompressed, but like I kind of like all right, relax in for an hour and a half, and try and focus really heavy on making sure I'm prepared for the meetings I'm going into or for the projects I'm working on that day, and everyone else has what they need to be prepared and working. So it's a good ninety minute chunk of just like focus on uh, making sure everything's up to speed and and clean. Uh, typically, lunch is somewhere between twelve thirty and one. Uh, for about at least 40 minutes or so, 40 minutes to an hour. If I go get food and come back, like I'll just sit at my desk and watch yeah. so, some video or something, but like I won't touch any work for 30 minutes. Like my phone's typically upside down. In the afternoon, I go right back into it. Before I get back into work after lunch, I typically like check my email with intention and Monday as well. And I'm always on Slack. Emails that come through, like I'm always answering emails. That's just what I do. But with some emails, I'll just, like, read and then mark unread to go back to. But they're going to be addressed right after lunch or right that first thing that morning or right before I leave uh, when I spend that time in the inbox being intentional with it. Used to is the exact opposite. 
used to for a long time, it was like constant email all the time. Like email, email client communication took priority over everything, including some like some in-person clients sometimes. It helps a lot to the person on the other end of the inbox, but for the people who are suffering in the moment from it, it doesn't help. And I found that I kind of hit this pendulum with that. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to slow down replying to emails. So I stopped prioritizing my inbox and I started pissing people off because I was too slow or not replying. So then it had to swing back into this, like it's kind of like even place. Some people are going to want me to reply quicker. Some people are, are some people are going to want my undivided attention in person and some people don't care. So it's kind of like this even road where not everyone is a hundred percent happy, but no one's unhappy with it. Does it make sense? Yeah. So I think, so I'll talk about that when I get to sleep the same way. And so that's how emails are. That's going into the afternoon. I typically save my bigger project stuff for the afternoon because by the time I actually sit down to design something or work on something, creating something, I know it, I know it in my mind. I just have to sit down and take the time to do it. So I just allow myself that that amount of time. So if it's going to take me 90 minutes, if it's going to take me three hours, if it's going to take me two hours, whatever, I know I need to allot that much time, and I, I hop in and do it. Typically around 5 o'clock, I start slowing back down, checking emails, making sure everyone everyone is either done with their things for the day or checking in with our project manager for any questions she has. Uh, so that way everyone's prepared like for you writing your list for the next day. So like yeah. you know what's coming up or anything like that. I'll go check on things like I'll come ask y'all certain questions or something like that. Just preparing because whatever I didn't get done in the afternoon block is going to be done starting at like five forty-five when everybody's gone. Yeah. You know? So it's work. Some days we have podcasts after five thirty, like um, today. Yeah, like today. And so it's like that podcast and the one we record on Mondays. It's um, it doesn't directly affect the company at all. Yeah. You know, in regards to like the content of it, it's not related to and not going to bring business to us. So like Mike and I have kind of agreed to not allow Red Shark time to be spent on it. Yeah. You know, so it's like we while we do a lot of it here at the office because that's where our, the studio is and how our workflow works. We're never going to record that at 10 a.m. on a Monday. Yeah. Right. You know, because it's yeah. it's not bringing value to the company. There's so probably more priority things to exactly. take care yeah, of yeah. first. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just like Creative K, like we technically we record on late afternoons on Thursdays. Um, even though, you know, today's Friday, today's Friday for this episode, <laughs> but, but the point, you know, the point of that is, it's like, we don't, we don't sacrifice work for it. You yeah. know, like yeah, we yeah. do it later in the day. We, we plan for it all week to allow for that hour, things like that. So anyway, typically between five thirty and seven is when I finish up work or prepare for work for the next day or prepare for a meeting, anything like that. That's that uninterrupted time. That's what I call like my, my sweet spot time. Uh, Ryan, who's my fiance, she, she yeah. yeah she's put up with a lot over the last four years um in regards to my work habits and the amount of time that i prioritize work but from five thirty to 7 typically is kind of that uninterrupted time where like either i meet her somewhere at seven fifteen or seven thirty for dinner or i just go home and i facetime her on the way home like we don't live together yet uh but it's it's also like that's that time when clients aren't emailing me no one at the agency still working and slacking me all the Monday stuff that's going to come in has come in. I've done all that from five to five thirty. Now I can actually work uninterrupted. No one's expecting anything of me until seven. I don't, I don't personally commit to anything before seven. Like if I have to be somewhere, if it starts at six, I'll tell them I'll be there at seven, start six thirty, same thing. And then 
Seven, I typically wrap up unless we're up against a deadline. Like I was here till 2 a.m. Um, I was here till 2 a.m. on Tuesday night. That's because we had two, two really big projects, both to present on Wednesday in Raleigh, and I wasn't going to have any time to do them that morning. So it's like finish them now or don't get them done. Yeah. So I stayed till 2. But typically I leave around 7. I've, that's a new 2020 thing. I leave around 7. I go home, uh, tend to the dogs, feed them, make sure they're they're set. Typically get dinner somewhere in there, and then right around nine thirty, ten o'clock, I'm normally sitting back down working on non-client related projects. So I may be working on something for the podcast stuff. I may be working on something upcoming for the agency, like working, like working on us, like the stuff I talked about this morning with the the visitor stuff. And you, yeah, you saw yeah. it yesterday. So like planning, like ways to make us more professional as a company, knowing we're growing, and you know, making sure we have our our best foot forward, and then. Um, I, I've started doing this in the last few months. I will typically read one comic every night, if not more. And, or I will, I'll play like some phone game or something, but it's also because like the same satisfaction from marking things off your list. And I, I can talk about my list too, after I get done with this, like how my list is structured. That's one thing I didn't do that y'all did that I haven't done is, I was telling Christian about this yesterday or day before yesterday when it comes to comics and the same thing with your run, I guess too, it's like so many things that we do in the service world, we start and sometimes we never finish, you know, we may finish something and it's out in the world, but we launch it and then we make small iterations to it over mm-hmm. and over and yeah. over. It's that and same uh, thing where like yeah. you create something and you come back like an hour later and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I could have fixed that. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, we're, we're never fully done done with anything. And it's always like, like we have some projects that are just scope creep and then we get to it and people are just tinkering and tinkering and tinkering and tinkering. And end of the day you, you feel, you feel like a fraud for saying it, but almost it's like done is better than perfect, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's like the, but the reason I read a comic and I was telling Christian this is like a comic is something you can sit down, you start it and you finish you it in one sitting. It. Like mm-hmm. you get, the accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not that you're like, yes, I got something done. Like, I'm, I'm red. Not, I'm not walking around frustrated. <laughs> not, I can read still. Yeah, I'm not walking around frustrated by failure, but it's also you have a a sense of accomplishment. Like your brain is, has successfully started something with a clean finish. Yeah. And the same like with the run. Like you start that run, you end that run, and you're done with it. Like you don't have to go back and finish your run. Or you, do it better. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you, you just do it the next day or anything like that. So I've started doing that just to, so like – not because it's not because I feel like I walk around with with failures, but so when I when I do go to sleep, I'm going to sleep accomplished. You know, I'm not going to sleep knowing my list may have things I haven't finished, my yeah. working list and things like but that. You, but you just feel like yeah. you've done things today. But the mental health side of things is like I've ended my day on completing something. Yeah, whether I whatever I left at work um, because my work list I I have a list that's called week of and I can I can show them to you if anyone cares. <laughs> I I do the week of and then I have it broken out by handwork so it's hands and then I have items underneath it I have brain for things I have to think through and then I have communication for people I have to email things I have to do and then I have shit to figure out which stumps me and I just move it from the brain column to shit to figure out so is this this you're talking about your list structure right now yeah okay and then I have um, you typically write this down or you keep it in your phone it's in my phone oh okay and then I have it uh, and then I have one that's called um at the bottom, I have just like future for stuff to remember for forever. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so it's like, and then I have done. So when something from hands is done, I move it to done. Mm. And then, so, yeah. Wow. 
things to monitor, things to remember, shit to figure out. You create a, a new one time. of these for each week, huh? Each week, yep. So, and then do you delete last week's? No, I have them in a folder called weeks. How many weeks are you sitting on right now? Weekly lists. Um, I started this like six months ago. Damn. Yeah. So, but like, you talk about like like this would be like from July, you know. So like, there's not a lot going on there. But then you look back here, and you, you know, you got some. They're like stupid long. Let's look at uh, January or December. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, let's not. But there's, I mean, but at the end of the day, like I move it, I move it over. So like a new week. So I take everything from the done column and I move it over into that like week of, and I save that note. And so my note stays the same. So my structure is always there. So at any given time, like in stand up, someone asks me for something I haven't done. It goes on my, it goes on my list, wherever it needs to be. If it's writing, yeah. if it's writing an MSA for a client, if it's a new, new thing I have to make for a screen or something y'all need me to do, I, I go ahead and put it in there. That way it's there. And then at the end of each day, anything that's been added new to it, I go and kind of re- reorganize. Mm. So I'll kind of reprioritize my items every morning. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. morning um, in that 9 a.m., it's like, okay, let me re- rearrange these items. So I work down my list. But as soon as I'm done with something, it's in the checkbox mode. So I check it, and then I move it up into done. So it's like just that kind of satisfaction Cycle. of moving it the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Now, for our listeners, it, this is de- that's definitely a, a valuable thing for them to see and learn. Yeah. How beneficial has your structure been to your well-being and just life in general with work? Living, so I get the, the note stuff is relatively new. Like I've been doing it less than a year, that particular note structure. It helps a lot because it allows me to compartmentalize the task as opposed to looking at one huge long list. But then it's also like I can separate out my time. So like my communication time, I'm looking at that list. My handworking time, I'm looking at this list. My shit to figure out when I have time on the weekend, I look at this. My with time stuff mm-hmm. to plan for, like typically that stuff we talk about with leadership, like those are things I can prepare for on a Tuesday night when I have free time because we're going to talk about that Wednesday morning. It helps me. So not only am I compartmentalizing my list, my list is compartmentalized based off my routine, my time. Mm-hmm. So I can just pick that. I can pull that list and look at it as opposed to, Here's my entire list of what I have to do today or this week and feeling overwhelmed by it. Here's my four proposals I have to put together this week. This one's due Tuesday. Okay, I'm not worried about it right now because that's today's Monday. I'm going to worry about this one. Okay, this one's done. I've got a little bit extra time. How can I get a head start on things for tomorrow or a list or whatever yeah, right. from there? I feel like that setup is particularly <clears throat> very helpful for very busy people like a creative director or a CEO, CFO, someone who – just generally has a lot of a stuff. A lot more going on than the <laughs> two of us do. Yeah. And I know Spencer and you have talked about this before. You have a whiteboard at home and you keep a lot right. of stuff written down. Yeah. Would you say that writing things down or typing them by hand help you remember them or just having the list in general to look back on? Working my list helps me is with typed. Okay. When it comes to like an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times like when I will, like sometimes I'll get in a rut. Like sometimes I'll get in a rut with the, the to-do list that I have. And it is better for me to take just my things from today, print them off because I do need, like I will, I will work better that particular month with the satisfaction of mar- marking it through. Mm-hmm. So typically in every, like I have a piece of paper here now. I have one piece for something else, but this is for the, the podcast. I haven't used it at all. I always take one piece of paper into any meeting. Any first meet, say, says Creative Cave Routines for anyone who doesn't believe me. 
And it's blank. <laughs> no, but it, says, it says right here, Creative Cave. Creative Cave and the, and the date with my signature. Um, anyway, I take one piece of paper into every meeting, and my thought process is um, if I fill up that entire piece of paper, both sides, I've been in the meeting too long. And so it's kind of like when I, yeah. when I flip that piece of paper over, people within Red Shark know that. Most clients don't know unless they ask, but I start to kind of like wind the meeting down because mm-hmm. I've been there for too long. So, but then also like with stand up, y'all would see me come in and I typically would come in with a piece of paper folded in half, just like this. And like, as we're going through and I'm adding things to my list, if my list gets down here. It's like, okay, stand up's over. Like we're not going to keep talking about this. And, um, get what you can get done in that day. And exactly. Not like stress we're, over the tomorrow. We're, like we're not like we're, we're not using stand up for what it's for. Like today in stand up, we talked about something that's coming Monday morning, yeah. but that's just preparing everyone because Monday morning is the next working day. Right. And yeah. typically like we don't need to stand up is meant for what we're doing that day. And so, and it allows time for you to ask questions to be successful. Yeah. If that means that that 15 minute block of time, we're not being intentional with it. You know, and it's meant, yeah. to, it's meant to be a full, like we don't spend a full 15 every time. But it's meant to be like a full 15 minutes of like, hey, this is your time to prepare. Like, take time. Don't rush it. I mean, it's boring sometimes, right? When we're sitting there listening to everybody talk about everything. Yeah, especially when half of it doesn't pertain to you. Exactly. So it's like we've, like y'all seen, we've been working on a couple different ways, or I've been working on a couple different ways to like make it intentional for everyone. So you're always, even if you feel like reading your list is pointless or listening to everyone else isn't, like you're leaving that with some sort of value either like you feeling like you've been heard, you feeling like you've been poured into, you feeling mm-hmm. like something's being listened to. And like, it's there, ha- there are moments and times when I've been like harsh and held people accountable in those moments, but that's not even what's meant for, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Right. It's just kind of like, how else do we appropriately handle that in the moment? Um, anyway, so the list virtual works the best for keeping up with it, for getting it done. Gotcha feeling accomplished striking them through mm-hmm. okay so it, i go through different phases like right now i'm in a digital phase but for for basically second half of december and january like there was so many so many emails and shit just coming through from different projects that just were just on fire like i tried to avoid my inbox and slack and everything as best i can so the the least amount of reliance i had on digital programs aside from design ones um the better yeah you know so stuff like that got you yeah but for sleep, I've started trying to be in bed. I've started trying to be asleep by two. Yeah, that's like I said, that's my cutoff. Yeah, because yeah. by yeah. the time you get to bed and like close everything down, it's two two thirty three. Yeah, mine's yeah. one. When I see one o'clock, anything past one, I'm like, oh, phew, you, you got to so, get to bed, son. <laughs> it, yeah, it used to be like when I would see when I would see. So mine was different, right? Mine was always like I would work until I was done, then I would go to sleep, or work until I fell asleep, and then go to the bed when I woke up, whatever time I fell asleep on the couch or at my desk. And, but now, I mean, my mindset back in the day then was if I made it to three, three thirty, I might as well just stay up. Like it was never like, a, it was never like a up. Oh, it's time for me to go to bed. It was always like, if it was three, three thirty, I'm just going to stay up, you know? Nah, and I, I would, and then I would stay up or do whatever until the sun came up. And then I would go somewhere different until I had to be back here by eight thirty. So if I was here, yeah. if I was here and it, the sun came up, I would leave and go home. If I was home and I mm-hmm. and the sun would come up, I would like go up the street and pick up a biscuit and come back, take a shower, get ready. Like I would leave my house or leave the office when the sun came up, and that's what would keep me going. So you never experienced any crash. Um, I mean, Mike can probably chime in on this. <laughs> He's producer today. There's Mike. Go ahead and use that mic over there, bud. I would argue. <laughs> 
and this this is where it comes in. I would argue that I was I would be more productive. I had to unmute him. Sorry. I would argue that I've been uh, more. There are days when I didn't sleep the night before, and I would have more energy and be more productive in that post non sleep day than most people would in like a full night's rest. Mike, any thoughts? Yeah, I can't perform that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need seven and a half to eight hours for sure. Mike's a five a.m.er. He's a he's in the five a.m. club. He's that jogger. Yeah. Are you really that early morning jogger? I love doing it. I haven't been doing it recently, but there was about three months uh, last September where I'd wake up at five thirty, just read something for like an hour, wake up, have coffee, go work out, and then come to work. That sounds so peaceful. It's very nice. No one's awake. It's really quiet. <laughs> wow. That's when I practice my uh, morning dove calling. Okay, we're going to have to mute Mike now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's what it would be. And, and truthfully, like, there's, yeah, there's weird things. Like, I wouldn't eat before I go into meetings. My routine is not to eat before I go into meetings because I was raised, you don't work, you don't eat. Oh, wow. So, like, you have to earn it. The hungrier you are, the more the harder you work to earn it. Mm-hmm. Um, the account, One of the account managers, is, she's, she hates that because all she don't her, get eat either she'll go like she's the exact opposite if she's not like if she's not full going into a meeting she's like off like she can't function once she's hungry and so it's like the exact opposite and that. so, yeah. so that's always some interesting conversation well, that's interesting too because like we talked about like today we had a somewhat bigger lunch and we got back and we're like oh man we need to do something for at least five or take six minutes because if not oh, we're yeah. gonna fall asleep you know? oh yeah, yeah. So that's interesting that some people work better with yeah it's that gr- growling belly well, it's going into it's just just meetings. I don't work better like project work. I don't work better. It's going into a meeting hungry. I just don't think I could focus if I knew like, especially if I start growling. They're like, dude, did you not eat? Pre-time? No, it's never that bad. It's just like I won't I won't eat at, if we have a meeting at one. I typically don't eat at twelve thirty. Like is I want. A, is it like a tactic? Like, damn, he's hungry. We need, we need to pay him. No, it's a mental thing. That's what it is for me. It's like you don't work, you don't eat. Okay. So now uh, I briefly just uh, everybody just kind of collab on what would be the best best taskless kind of formula for someone who's freelancing or a creative at an agency. Hmm. So I have different opinions on this. If you're a freelancer, like if you're a freelancer working for yourself or on a contracted job, you should build your you should build your timeline and your way of working around when you feel most efficient. So last night I got in bed at 10 30, 11, somewhere around there. And around midnight I woke up and was wide awake. Like the most, the most awake I've been in a long time. So for two and a half hours, I just got up and planned out some, some stuff in the future. A uh, long, kind of a, a long play I'm trying to make for the agency. So I was like planned it out and researched and planned. And then about two 30, I got sleepy and I went to bed, you know? So it's, but it's like, it wasn't intentional to do that. Yeah. It's just knowing sometimes that happens a lot, though. Okay. Like so you're saying, too, is with that being a freelancer, yeah, you have a lot more freedom than you yeah. would if you were working for an agency and have to actually yeah. do your work. Yeah, yeah. and you when know you what exactly to. needs to be done at what time. And yeah. there's more than one, more than just you working on that project. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So, so schedule your, your work around when you feel most effective. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If you can, if you can trick your brain into that. But I'm also saying, like, Capital. Like I'm using last night as an example of capitalizing when you do feel efficient. So 
there's so many things about like structuring your day. Like you talked about Mark Wahlberg and like structuring our time. Like you work on big projects in the morning and then mm-hmm. smaller tasks in the afternoon. So you're yeah. able to leave closer to the time to get off and not take so much home. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. Do everything early in the morning, finish my big project mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Um, because typically afternoons are a little bit more chill. And it's the, the mindset of kind of like knowing what works for you, but not being so locked in because as a freelancer, as a freelancer, you're almost you're almost an entrepreneur in regards to like you're you are building something bigger than yourself. You're building your yeah. personal brand, really. Um, hope no one takes offense to that, but like an entrepreneur, is someone who's building a business to be bigger than themselves and sell. A freelancer is a freelancer. You know, like yeah. You, yeah. you're always going to be the one doing the work. That yeah. makes sense. And um, it's good to have that mentality, though. Yeah, but it's, it's it represents the, you. Yeah, it's the side of like. It's like an entrepreneur is the person who never does any of the work. Yeah. Where the freelancer is the guy who does the work. All of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like um, you have, but you you can't take days off. Like you don't have, yeah. there's no time off. And you, well, there is time off. You take time off. You need to make time for yourself to like for mental health and for recouping and decompressing. Like you need to take that time, but you can't take as a freelancer, you can't take a hiatus. And it expected yeah. just to be there. Like we saw that with uh, everybody's favorite Instagram doctor, you know, like he decided <laughs> to go to South, you know, yeah. South America for six weeks and uh, stuff just started being on social media. Yeah. It's one of those things where off. if you don't post once, once a week, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. it's going to fall. If you don't do your engagements and shit, like we've seen yeah. even noticed that in our own stuff is, it's yeah. de- it's definitely, it's definitely a, a weird little experiment we've been running. Yeah. There is no formula. No, not at all. Yeah. But the thing is, is like in, if you're working certain networks, if you're in a network and you're always available, like it's for freelancers, it's structuring your day to be efficient and satisfy the goals you put in place. Yeah. And if your goal is to have that freedom to do whatever you need to do, well, you need to figure out how much work you need to do to pay for it, how much time you need to get that work done. How do you structure that and still not lose your mind? Like, do you work in sprints, like focus sprints like we do? Do you run two 90-minute sessions a day of uninterrupted, unfo- like fo- completely focused in work? Maybe so. Do you run yeah. six? Do you run five? Do you run Do you run one? Like, can you get all of Oof. your work done? In one big burst. Yeah, can you get all yeah. your work done in 90 minutes and then allow the rest of the day to be fluff marketing for yourself or just chilling? Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's interesting. Well, go ahead. Oh, no, no. You, you, you. I was going to say it's interesting, too, because, like, there's a big difference between a full-time freelancer and then someone like who I was a couple of years ago where I was working a part-time job, but every hour that I wasn't at my job or at school, I was at home either building myself or I was building stuff for, you know, very small freelance clients. Like and a lot of it was family and friends, but at the same time, like they knew that that was my passion. So they allowed me to put forth whatever kind of effort I wanted to put into it. You know right. what I mean? So it was still balancing time, but not just with freelance. It was through a bunch of different things. And I think there's a lot of people that out there that are having to do that with a part-time job and freelance because maybe freelance didn't pay all the bills. Yeah. And the biggest, I mean, this is advice to a freelancer, not about how to structure your day, but the biggest thing to remember, and you probably saw this too, your free, your client, you're a freelancer for, they don't give a shit about your full-time job. Oh no, they don't. Give like a you can't use that. It's like, you know, I don't work another job, right? Well, you're the one who agreed to do this. Exactly. Mm, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, mm. don't say yes, unless you think yeah, you, so you should structure done. your shit around that. Like when I was, yeah. when I was building the photography business, like I was working third shift at the waffle house, I would go shoot somebody's portraits and around two, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. when the when the club crowd was over and the the uh, first shift folks or the from the hospital weren't, weren't there yet that didn't come in until 5 o'clock, that's when I edit photos. Like, I'd sit in the back on my laptop and edit all the photos. Oh, yeah. And they'd have their photos first thing in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's like 
as your freelancer, like you make that shit work. If you can, whatever you can do from your phone, you better be doing it from your phone. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times where I would be at, in class working on stuff that I was getting paid for. Yeah. Or, you know, as a TA, getting paid to be a TA, and I'm also getting paid to yeah. do my own thing. Okay. So let's try and let's try and break that down. Everybody kind of list a point. Um, I've been trying to make a little mental list of everything that you guys have been saying. Um, Matt just spoke on kind of surrounding yourself with, with people and, and having that mindset, like you gotta, you gotta have people that support you and, and having that mindset to get shit done. Yeah. And not every client's going to be a good one, especially when you're doing freelance and you're picking up odd jobs. Like there was a time where I was doing stuff for 99 designs. I don't know if you know what that is, but it was like stuff I didn't give a shit about. But I was trying to either get experience or make yeah. a little money. You just got to do it. Yeah. Well, exactly. 99 designs is like all those ones where you have to like you make it. You made even like you might not even get picked. Yeah. Somebody not even might not even buy your shit. Yeah. But you um, did the work. You know. But if you're one thing, I, I'll I'll make it quick so we can get back to Christian's point. But the in-house creative, structuring your time, structuring your time is appropriate, but also understanding like you still work for somebody. Yeah. And being respectful of that. So like. When I first started working at the agency, I was also working like I had I was basically not full time. But I mean, I spent probably 25, 30 hours a week for um, college ministry in town doing the same thing. And it's like there were times when I would spend an hour at the office working on it. Yeah. But there was all, but that same day, I'd probably I'd probably spend three hours at home working on the agency stuff. Yeah. So it's like making that balance to satisfy your objectives, but also understanding, too, it's like. You so, represent more than yourself. Yeah, just because yeah. you were a freelancer before and you can you can do outside work and side project work while you're doing your day job doesn't mean that you don't have to respect the authority of your day job coming yeah. in and saying, you know, like if Chris at the time would have come in and said, um, none of that here, like you need to do it on yeah. your own time. Well, I could have simply said, okay, well, I'm not going to do this work at home, you yeah. know, or had a conversation yeah. like this is how I make things work. Like he needs this now, but I work till 10, 8, 10 p.m. last night for you. Yeah, and on that same point while Christian's writing, I think that's why, like, mentally I was taking the small ads home. Because, right. one, I didn't want to do them when I came in the next day. Because yeah. they were already, not a day late, but they're ads. Like, I yeah. should be able to get them done in the afternoon. So I was doing them at home so that when I came in the next morning, boom, they're, they're loaded. They're yeah. on Simplify or whatever. They're, and it's, all, it's also mindless work, too. Yeah, like at home. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I can eat dinner. I can put YouTube on, whatever. and just Where then you can, like, take your time and actually focus on... I mean, some of the larger social posts we've done and some yeah. of the other other work that we've done is taken like it actually takes a lot of time where ads can be like those are those things you can you do have a clean start, clean finish. Yeah. I found myself too when I'm working on ads, especially if I have a social post due the same day, I'll be thinking about the social post while I'm just mindlessly yeah. plugging away. Well once you and it's also once you learn that client, it's you know what ads are gonna get passed. Yeah. For the most part. Sure. Anyway, sorry, back to your point. Okay. Yeah, would you just scribble down over there? So, uh, based off of listening off uh, you guys, um, I have being effective with your time. Yes. Okay. Key. Uh, number two, surrounding yourself with people who support you and your side hustle. Key. Number three, respect the project. No matter the size, yeah. you accepted to take it on. It's your responsibility to get it done don't in under, a timely manner. Don't underestimate it as well. Right. Yeah, 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 in yeah. time frames. Because uh, bite you. Number four, know your worth. Yeah, that's a whole another another episode. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll leave that one and that one. Um, and number five, uh, find your effective workflow. Um, for us, it's it's uh, for Spencer and I, it's getting the little stuff done first, 
Yeah. Uh, and then tackling the heavy stuff later. The common theme that we all three had was lists. List. Checking them off, yeah. marking them off. Whether it's on your phone. Yeah. And experiment with it too. Like try different ways of doing things. Like try it for a week. Keep a note. This was I was more successful this week than I was last week. I was more productive this week. Like I accomplished more things. This format didn't work. Like yeah. do you work like I work well off of a weekly list. Like it just runs all the way till it runs from Monday morning at eight AM to Sunday at whatever time I go to bed. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But do you work or, or do you work better off of just a daily list? Like you yeah. Monday. Here's what I'm doing today. Tuesday, whatever didn't get done Monday is here at the top, and then Tuesday. Yeah, you know, like do you, figuring out what works better for you. And there's tons of journals out there, like the self guide journal, something like that. I don't know, but it's oh, got yeah, like yeah. it's got like the day broken out, all the hours, and oh, it like wow. it structures things for you to like fill in Wahlberg style. Yeah. yeah, we had something like that in high school where it was like you had a mandatory agenda and. I think it was in middle school, actually. We had to, like, have our teachers sign off on it. Oh, yeah. I hated that oh, shit. Yeah. So I think that's why I kind of stray away from the, I got to mark down every single hour of my day. Right. It got to the point where I was they like, no, nah, like, they're focusing on me. Like, well, big got, spiral bound. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, we've got the, you know, we've got the core journal sheets that we don't do. Um, I did them for a while before I introduced them to a team, like, testing them. But, like, you set, like, your, you set your objective for the day, and it has to be something that's, like, one sentence using no adjectives. And then it's... And then, like, okay, what does it mean to be done? And you yeah. that's two sentences, like, two things it means to be done. And then it's, like, your personal goal for the day and professional goal for the day. And what does it mean to accomplish those? And then you have, like, up to six lines, like, six bullets. And then it's, like, okay, pick the two most important ones. So, like, you, like, it helps you structure the way to think through things. But you end up with, like, five things to do that day. Yeah. But all of them fall back into the objective. Yeah. Now, we manage, like, 100 clients all the time yeah you know so we can't just pick one thing to have to do today like we need to do 20 of those objective sheets half the time yeah you know we don't have that freedom but some people do you know some some freelancers do some some even in office creatives have that freedom but it's again it comes back to like figuring out what works the best and and deconstruct your objectives for the day or the week or the month deconstruct the projects so it flows for you um ultimately just building that workflow works for you and then be honest if it doesn't work for the rest of your team or you're experiencing friction with your team be honest about why you're working the way you're working and both parties should express empathy in compromising understanding if you are an employee somewhere jobs have rules and if you are an employer every person is different so like how do we build a way that they satisfy the requirements of that you have for them but also they're taking value out of working for you yeah. You know, I think one thing that you mentioned soon after I started was when you make your list, if you're making it weekly or daily or whatever, write down at least three that are obtainable. So you right, have, right. you have at least three to mark off Yeah, and yeah. that'll make you feel somewhat accomplished at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, we, this is something that could go on for forever, but yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. The problem with like, and Mike can attest to this. I want to meet you just in case you want to, but like <laughs> through August, I would say late August, maybe early September, all the way through January. It's like, Mike, Mike, and it was like this unspoken thing between Mike and I. But finally, we got to a place where I was like, "I was like, Mike, you just need something to be done." Like, I was yeah. like, "You know, you just," I was like, "You just need something to get approved and finished, don't you?" You know, just kind of like a because a win. We've got like 10, yeah. we got like ten projects. We just keep nursing along, nursing along, nursing along by no yeah. fault of our own. Yeah, and it's like when you work on like you you easily you easily burn out on things with when you can't control them. And even though like Mike. Mike does a good job of structuring his day and time and 
to my knowledge, the separation between work and personal stuff is pretty healthy, but it's projects like that can really disrupt it, you know, and yeah. it makes work stressful when work shouldn't be stressful. Yeah, exactly. So. Makes you feel a certain type of way about yourself yeah. when it's really not. Only exactly. you can control your schedule. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a great place to stop. Yeah. Um, got a look, got a good points for next episode. Or Absolutely. We got a, a bunch of good ideas for future episodes. Um, we kind of tackled uh, today um, best workflows for for us and and really for for you for any kind of creatives um, the way you should go about your day and um, and just tackle getting stuff done crossing stuff off your list and and knowing your worth and um, you know anything else to add to that no said it well. Stay safe in Rona season. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, so this has been the Creative Cave. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Um, check back with us next week. We'll have an amazing guest, uh, Xander, out of the UK, and we're going to be talking social. I'm talking Instagram. It's going to get dirty. It's going to get real. Um, catch us next week. Thank you so much. Creative Cave is a React Radio production. All contents are filmed and edited in the React studio. For past episodes, as well as our sister shows, check out reactradionc.com. Thanks for listening.